Hey, here we are at episode 10 of season nine of the Simplify Multiply show. And I have the king of Toastmasters today. <laughs> and that would be Delatoro McNeil, the second, as he would say. And Del and I met in 2019 in the fall when Simon T. Bailey had his very first inaugural Speaker B School. And I have been a, a Delatoro fan ever since. I've never seen anybody do such a wonderful, giving expression of content online as this man. And he's incredible uh, at what he, he does as a keynote speaker. And his business has grown as a result. And I just can't wait to have a conversation with him about bravely being 1000% you in your business. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply Show, hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply Show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. Dell, you are on the Simplify and Multiply show. I am so excited about seeing you because it's been way too long. And I am so glad that it was long enough from the standpoint of having you on this season. How are you? Doing fantastic. Uh, life is good, Terry. Uh, God is good. Family's well. You know, business is growing and expanding. And um, I'm really in a beautiful place. I feel very joyful, very appreciative for life. And just excited, you know, massive changes uh, have happened internally as well as externally. But in all those shifts and changes, you know, I'm very grateful. You know, one of the things that I, I believe is important is that, you know, coming out of whether you call it a pandemic or a plandemic, um, it gave the world a, a pause, a necessary reset. Mm. And for me, I was able to literally do probably 20 things that I was too busy pre-pandemic to do and so i feel so much more fulfilled now yeah. i mean i've got to gun classes and certifications i got to salsa lessons i mean <laughs> i was doing all kinds I, I went through a, like a seven day nlp certification i mean i've what done a bucket so, list i oh love that i've done so many amazing i got boating certified got my daughter trained in driving my SUV. She's like, Dad, this is too big of a truck for like my, my first time driver. I barely have a permit. I'm like, you're gonna learn on this truck. So by the time you get in the car, you can kill it. You know. <laughs> I went to I went through a Harley Davidson certification. I did all kinds of stuff. Oh my goodness. This last yes, year. you're such an underachiever, Del. Yeah, but it was but it was it was fulfillment stuff, you know. And mm. I think so often we get so caught up in in tasking. And, and we don't really focus on, you know, I call it, you know, Tony Robbins calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. Mm. And I know, Terry, you're huge into, as, as a creative, art is subjective, right? Correct. And I think so many of us as achievers, what do we do, right? We, we're constantly aiming for the next thing, but a lot of times we get that next thing and then we're not even happy with what we got 
because we haven't learned how to be fulfilled. And that's what I love about this incredible show is that we get a chance to help the listener create fulfillment. Mm. As defined by them. Exactly. Yeah. And this is what I love about what you do, because on the surface, I would imagine that some people would perceive you as another go, 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 motivational hustle, you know, you can do anything kind of like rah, rah person, but you are so not that, Mm -mm. right? (laughs) You know, you've got the energy that comes from you, but it comes from a place of deep compassion for people's possibility and potential. And that's what I love about you because it's so natural and so in your Dell DNA. (laughs) (laughs) Totally in there, man. I mean, you just exude it. It just comes out of your pores. It's incredible. And that's what distinguishes you from all these other people that are up on stage or selling their programs or whatever it is, not to diminish what other people are doing, but you come from a place of authenticity and allowing yourself. And I've seen you even evolve in this for yourself over the Mm. last couple of years since I first met you. Mm how that's really grown and deepened in the way you express yourself through your business, through your personal choices. And right there, that example of those bucket list things, those 20 things that you were able to finally say, you know what, I'm going to make room for these. It's like the world has given me permission to just go ahead and do these. So I'm not going to use an, I'm not going to make an excuse anymore. I'm just going to go for it. That's right. And, and and I appreciate you uh, a for noticing B for acknowledging, right? And I think those are, there's two lessons right there, right? I think it's important that in the, in the industry, if we're going to grow as solopreneurs, we should notice growth in ourselves and others, and we should acknowledge growth in ourselves and others. And so I appreciate you for noticing, and I appreciate you for acknowledging. And for me, you know, um, I'm big into gratitude. You know, one of the things that I say that, um, I say this all the time, I say, you will always find your way back home. And what I mean by that is no matter what your emotional home is, you will always find your way back to it. Some people's emotional home is pissed. So no matter how great of a day they had, they're going to find something to be aggravated about to get Mm. back home to pissed. My emotional home is is gratitude. So no matter what happens in my day, I'm going to find my way back to, I'm going to GPS back to, I'm going to Waze or Google map back to gratitude. And so every morning I I wake up and, you know, um, the first thing I do is I write a list of 10 things that I'm grateful for in the day before the day even happens, Terry. And for me, what that does as a solopreneur, because I'm a solopreneur, I've been a solopreneur for uh, full-time for 17 years. Um, I've been in the business 20 years and I have a remote team, you know, I'm the only full-time person on my team. Everybody else is part-time, but I've learned to lead. I've learned to build a team. I've learned mm, to empower a, a team around me. Yeah. It's, and then, and, and you kiss frogs along the way, but when you find good people, you hold on to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's so vitally important that we continue this process of lifelong learning. And that's what I decided to do, you know, during the, during the, the reset, as well as um, making sure that I continue to give back. And so I think when you lead with a heart of gratitude and you make the pivots necessary and you embrace change, right? And you said, okay, you know what? I'm going to continue to do what you say, right? Making your business 1000% you, right? This Mm -hmm. is the deletoral brand, right? So I encourage my clients to make the same pivots that I'm making in my, because at the end of the day, Dr. Covey told me this a long time ago, Terry, bless my life. He said, all success deletoral is an inside out job. Mm, yep. He, he said, you'll never have a better saleswoman until you have a better woman first. 
Mm. You'll never have a better chairman until you have a better man first. Mm. All success is an inside out job. So my goal every time I speak, every time I do podcasts, every time I train, consult, whatever, is to drop a ripple, drop a pebble into the person's personal life Mm -hmm. and then let it ripple out into their professional life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. And and you are walking that talk so, <laughs> so obviously to me Thank anyway. <laughs> I'm you. sure to many people too. Thanks so much. And, and I'm glad you, you recentered us on the topic, which is the theme for the season around bravely making your business 1000% you. And this was obviously inspired by my own journey into doing that, you know, where I stepped from behind the curtain instead of being always the performer and moving all the levers, I came out in front and said, here's Terry. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still figuring out who Terry is, but I'm doing it more like, you know, like out there in front of the world. And I'm finding that it is resonating with people in, in a way that I've never been able to connect with and resonate with people before. Mm. And, and I find that amazing because I, I don't have a big audience. You know, I'm not running around going, oh, I got thousands and hundreds of thousands of people. No. It's like I know that the right person will be led to me, who I need to impress at that particular request that they have, that question they have in their life or whatever they need, I'll show up. Because that's how people have been showing up for me. When I ask, it's like they all of a sudden the universe, you know, God just delivers these people to me. And I'm like, thank you. You know, talk about gratitude, just appreciating the ask being answered and taking that in full breath of the possibility of what you're asking for and what you're trying to generate in your own life. Mm-hmm. And I think that the reason why I've kind of like, you know, been been seeing trends, a lot of it has come from the pandemic, from the standpoint of, I really feel, and let me know if you sense this as well, I really feel that people want a deeper connection. Mm-hmm. They want real. Mm-hmm. They want to be seen like they demand to be seen and heard in a way that they weren't before. And that, you know, like when we look at the lens of customer experience, you know, we really see that in how many, you know, very institutional brands are changing their tone, so to speak. So they can, uh, you know, really see that customer. And I'm like, hello, it's about time. you people. (laughs) (laughs) I've been a CX drum beater for many years, but I really feel that the, the there's so many solopreneurs that have come onto being a solopreneur from a corporate job or getting riffed or just saying, screw this, I'm going to do what I want to do for a change, like sure. giving themselves permission to do it. Yeah. And yet, and, the, and this is really interesting because when I first started my business, I was like, okay, I just kept doing what I was doing in corporate because that's all I knew. Mm-hmm. Like I was professional. I was like, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I'd do everything, you know, and be a good corporate dweeb as my boyfriend often <laughs> refers to himself <laughs> as the good corporate dweeb. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know any other way because I'd never had really my own business or been out there doing my own thing. Now, this is 15 years ago. And so it really wasn't until the last couple of years that I really started saying, you know, I'm tired of being this little robot behind the curtain doing all these things. And it was a little self-deprecating, right, that I was hard on myself that way. But I just didn't feel like I was having that fulfillment that you were referring to before. So I want to feed into this more about people wanting greater connection, wanting to be connected to people in a more real way as opposed to because, you know, I live in the marketing world 
and everything's about manipulation, automation, consolidation, scale, you know, get yes. a team, go yeah. to six, seven, eight figures, yeah. you know, it's like- Get oh no sleep, God. right? Just yes, yes. grind your way. Watch this, Terry. I think you're going to really um, love this, and I really believe that uh, your listeners will as well. One of the things that I teach is uh, nothing that God created grinds. Nothing. Birds. Uh, when was the last time you saw a bird like, 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 right? Grass doesn't grind to grow. Birds don't grind to fly. The sun doesn't grind that. to be hot. Water doesn't grind to be wet. Nothing that God created grinds. It flows. Mm. And so I believe that it's our job to find and foster our flow. Oh, I love that. And when we find and foster our flow, there's nothing wrong with, you know, getting out there and making it happen, but you don't have to grind to do that. And mm. I take the metaphor a little step further because I say if the truth is grind is actually a sign of inappropriate transition between gears. Think about a stick shift car, right? The only time you hear that grinding sound is when you're shifting between first and second and you're not properly using the clutch and the brake in cooperation. So when you're in transition and you're not shifting correctly right that's when the grind comes in mm -hmm. so we don't need and who, who likes that sound <laughs> nobody's like are you kidding me so 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 I, I encourage audiences all over the planet get out of grinding and find your flow and when you mm. find your flow and you operate in that place that we call bliss where you get up every day doing i believe that bliss is this i believe it's the apex of four things what you love to do what you're great at doing what the world needs and what the mm. world pays for. Oh, I love that. I'll say that that's again. Like, that's like marketing 101, dude. <laughs> yes, yes. But I think that's, that's you're living in your bliss when you're doing what you love mm -hmm. and you found the apex between these four things, what you love to do, what you're good at, because I know people who love to do stuff, but they're not good. So what you love to do, <laughs> what you're actually tactically good at, and I know you guys are big into tacticians, right? What the world needs. So in mm -hmm. other words, the problem that you solve and then because there's a need, you're compensated for it. Because I believe mm -hmm. you can make a difference in a dollar at the same time. So when you find the beautiful apex between those four things, you found bliss in business. That's like an MBA. <laughs> right there. That's all you need to know. If you want to go into business, what Dell just shared for my listener, that's it. That's all you need. Done. <laughs> so you figure that out, you're good to go. <laughs> That, is, yeah, that so really for, is. That's marketing 101. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, so Thank I, you for I, distilling that like so purely. You're mm -hmm. amazing at that, by the way. I just mm -hmm. need to tell you that you have this, I don't know where you come up with this stuff. I know you <laughs> you, you had the love of the quote books and all that good stuff, yeah. and you've just been a lifelong learner, but you you delize. <laughs> I call them delisms and delize. It's like you delize these things and you make them so, this is why you're so good on stage oh, and why you, you killed it in Toastmasters and why you do, just done so well is because you're able to compartmentalize concepts mm -hmm. and make it so, see, this is the natural teacher in you that I was yeah. telling you. Yeah. You are a freaking natural teacher. Oh, you're you. making it so easy for people to like, ah, Got it. Mm, yeah. I can remember that, you know, and, and, and it doesn't feel like a technique, you know, like exactly. you're using some technique. Go. I mean, yeah. this is true because the way you use your analogies, the way that you, um, you know, just put it together, you repeat it, you know, you, you really facilitate 
how people learn because you want it to be something that they store. Yes. Yes. And when you store something, you can take action with Come it. On. So sorry to gush on you a little no, bit there. No, but. <laughs> no, Terry, you just, I have chill bumps on both my arms right now. You just said something that I am a huge evangelist of, which is, and again, thank you for noticing and thank you for acknowledging um, the You're teacher, welcome. the, the, the delisms and all that. I appreciate that so much. It means a lot. Um, you mentioned something that's powerful to me, which is this whole conversation of, you know, when we can, when we can take what we know, I think, you know, Einstein said this, he said, genius is your ability to take complex concepts and make them so easy that anybody mm, can understand yes, them. Yes. And I think so often we try to talk over people and around people and through people and all this other kind of stuff. What comes from the heart reaches the heart. Stop trying to mm. have intellectual conversations with the heart. What comes from a heart that is it. reaches the heart. Del, that is it. That is what I, <laughs> holy crap. This is what I'm talking about. This is what you do, you crazy man. Uh. <laughs> this is what I really feel that I've either am in, still in the throes of or have done. It's like I'm finally giving myself permission to, to be from my heart yeah. instead of my head. Yeah. You Huge. know? Yeah. Huge. Yeah, because we don't have to prove anything. We just to, need to be. Just be. Yes, yeah. human beings versus human doings. Yeah, wow. and I think that's a that's been a big shift even for me. Um, you know, really focusing more on uh, the essence of who I am and allowing who I am to speak louder than what comes out of my mouth and what I say, because I firmly believe that you speak. I, I as when I when I because I, I I mentor aspiring speakers and authors and I help them get a start in the industry, and one of the things that I teach them, I say, listen, you're speaking long before you ever open your mouth. It's in it's in, it's in it's your aura. It's your energy. Yeah, it's energy. It's your energy yeah. signature. It's that sh- as soon as you show up, boom. And so you're a, a branding queen. So you know this. You need to be the living, breathing embodiment of your brand. And when people see you, they should automatically think about your brand before you even open your mouth. And mm-hmm. so I think it's so important that we focus on our being more so than the doing, because I think the tasking pieces will always be there. There will always be more things. It's funny, you know, they always say, you know, when you're, when you're on your deathbed and you're reviewing your life, nine times out of 10, most people don't dream about spending more hours at work, right? Tasks will always be there, right? But I really believe that it's, it's who we are at the core of our emotional state, our beingness, that really is what leaves the legacy and leaves the lasting impression uh, on humanity. Mm, I love that. <laughs> Dang, that's just I'm like just soaking that up like a yeah. like a dried sponge that's been sitting on your kitchen counter for four years. And I'm telling you what. <laughs> so I I love that you you kind of touched on real briefly about your aspiring speakers because yeah. I think that they're not to call any of them out specifically, but you get exposed to people who are who are entering in the speaking industry or somehow yes. want to add speaking to their um, offerings and the way they express their passions and serve their clients and audiences. Sure. And when we're looking at the topic of bravery and being from our hearts instead of our heads, mm-hmm. when we're delivering value or when we're promote, promoting ourselves or just, you know, cause in this world we do create content to share. We do like this podcast, your podcast yes, and yes. everything we're doing to, to help people out there, whether they pay us or not. Um, the idea is to just spread the good word, right? Yeah, and yeah, so absolutely. when you have your aspiring speakers entering into a conversation around 
bravely making your business 1000% you. When you contextually think of that audience of yours, what are some of the things that come up for them when it comes to what they're building and stepping into about around fear, about around insecurity, about being who they are? Because I know that's part of your training. Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. You know, if you'd like to stop doing what you don't want to do anymore and do more soul connecting work that only you can do, it's time to take action. You know, being more you is not just building a personal brand. It's also not showing everything you're doing every minute of every day to whoever will follow you. What today's more human marketplace wants is the real you. They want what only you can deliver in the unique way you deliver it. So don't sell yourself short. Give your audience the connection and the solutions they're longing for. And here's how. When you sign up for my free Pappy Club journal, every Monday I'll show you how to simplify your marketing, boost your personal brand, and bravely be 1000% you so you can attract your ideal clients and get the engagements you love to deliver. Go to tpappy.com and sign up to get inspiring audio, video, and written content I personally curate just for you. Let's simplify your world and show your 1000%. Sign up at tpappy.com and I'll see you next Monday in the Pappy Club Journal. Absolutely. So there's a couple of things that come up for me when, when, so that's a fantastic question, Terry. First thing is one of the biggest growth opportunities that I see for new and aspiring speakers, because technically, really, there's only one of two types of people that I tend to work with. Either I'm working with someone who wants to cultivate their public speaking and presentation skills to improve their existing career or business. So they might be a realtor, insurance professional, entrepreneur, they might be uh, in direct sales or network marketing or or whatever. They might work in corporate America in some way and they they just need to present in order to do their job better. Right. So there's that person. And then there's the person who wants to improve their public and speaking, public speaking and presentation skills and use it as a business to actually go out there and be the speaker. That becomes their product. Yeah, yeah, that they want. They want it to be the product. Right. So one of those two individuals and one of the things that I normally see as a growth opportunity as they're first coming in is um, massive amounts of focus on trying to find their own unique voice. Right. and, 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 and authenticity, which is what you spoke about and what we're talking about here, being a thousand percent you, right? Really finding what makes you unique and different from other people in the industry and being unapologetic about being who you are, standing in your truth, owning who you are, and not trying to replicate something that already exists. And so one of the things that I help uh, new and aspiring speakers to do is really say, okay, who are you? Let's unpack who you really are what your core message is because your core message is something that you don't have to google if you got to go google it that's not your core content your core content is on the hard drive of your heart your core content is in the stories it's in the it's 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 in the stories that you tell it's in the obstacles that you've overcome it's Mm -hmm. in the, the 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 learnings that you've gone through in your life it's in your own personal matriculation through the various vicissitudes of life so it's really getting clear about when if i if if you were a sponge going back to your metaphor and i wrung you out what would be in the bucket? That's your message. Mm. That's your story. So hey, thanks for extending the analogy there, man. Wait, <laughs> see, this is what I'm talking about. 
Dude. It's just, it's. Just, this is like a, a magic you have, man. I'm telling you. That's a divine <laughs> gift. I, and, and I tell audiences that because people ask me, all, they say, go, man, where do you, how do you come up with all these metaphors and these connections in your head? And I'm just like, I, I feel like it's a divine gift, but I also feel like my master's is in instructional systems, curriculum design. And so for me, Terry, getting a master's in curriculum design taught me that content really is best learned when the creator of the content steps into the shoes of the learner and builds the content from the learner's perspective, not from the teacher's perspective. So for me, so, so when I'm creating a keynote, even though I know the content, as I'm building that talk, I'm in the mind of the audience member. So I build it from, so even as I'm creating podcasting content for Crushing Life with Delatoro, right? I'm thinking in the mind of the listener and then say, okay, what would that listener want someone at my level in the game to tell them, to share with them? What would they want? You know, when I'm creating coaching content, when I'm creating a boot camp or a conference or writing a book, I'm thinking in terms of what they need. And you and I both know this, that's, that's sales 101, right? right? How do you get into the mind of your customer and create the customer experience by understanding what they want and need and over delivering on that? So for me, that's kind of where the magic happens, whether we're solopreneurs or whether we've got a big team or whatever, whatever. I think it's so important that we put ourselves in the mind of the people that we're there to serve. So that way we can create the greatest experience possible for them. And I think it's important that as new and aspiring speakers that we get clear about our own. I say this all the time. I said, you've got to celebrate your own uniqueness because if two of us are the same, one of us is unnecessary. <laughs> Think about it. I mean, if, if 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 you bought a refrigerator from Best Buy mm-hmm. and the, the delivery people show up to your door with two of the, the same refrigerator, you're like, okay, well, thank you so much for installing the one. I didn't buy two of them. You can send the other one back, right? No, wait a minute. That's going to go in the garage for <laughs> the beer, Del. Come on. I knew you were going to say that. I said, watch Terry go say, put it in the garage. It's like, uh-oh, I, I, I picked the wrong example. Right, right. right. <laughs> Right, but it's like you know, if 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 you order if you order a pair of shoes, right, and they from from Amazon or whoever your favorite shoe place is, and they sh- and they come to your home, and there's two left shoes in the box, you're like, hold on, right? I, 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 can I get the right to go with the left? Right? If two of us are the same, one of us is unnecessary. So at the end of the day, I think it's so important that we develop our own uniqueness and really get clear about what makes and and i had to deal with this growing up with a name like delatoro i've been called every ninja turtle known to man <laughs> every i mean it is a rare name so it's like it's one of those things i had to realize early in my life okay you're a little different right and i had to embrace that my lips were the same size when i was 10 i had to grow into these superpowers. i was called oh my god my friends used to say man you could take your bottom lip and pull it over your head as a beanie i mean i've had you know, people say stuff raw to you when you're a kid. So oh, I had yeah. to, I had to no work filter. on my... Hashtag yeah. no filter. Yeah, it's like hashtag no filter. Honey, so. look at me. Talk about embracing something that was a struggle as a kid. Try to grow up with the last name Pappy. <laughs> See? Yes. But I freaking embrace the crap out of that Come name. On. Right? It's my website. It is Pappy Chat, Pappy Zoom, Pappy This, Pappy That, Pappy Audio Prompt. I, I mean, love I it. love... I have fallen in love. And thank you, Dad. It, you know, with my last name. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I get it. I yeah, get it. yeah. I get so, it. And, you know, what? what's interesting is you're actually making my point, right, mm-hmm. about what you're saying regarding, you know, discovering what is really 
inside and making that connection, but understanding what your audience needs. So mm -hmm. when we look at bravely making your business 1000% you, mm -hmm. there is an abundance, an overabundance of how-to tactics, you know, step one, step two, programs, coaches, health, blah, 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 that's all centered around, you know, uh, best practices, you know, the how-to, all of the action things. And I think where people, and it's been my experience working with clients as well, where people really struggle, and you have seen this too, I'm sure, with your aspiring spe speakers and clients and audiences as well, mm -hmm. is they struggle with the subjective, qualitative self-doubt, mm -hmm. the emotional mindset stuff, the things that they question about themselves, because as human beings, we're very social. So we're yeah. always going to be looking outward for reinforcement, feedback, acknowledgement, you know, that we're doing a good job, that yeah. we're going to be okay, yeah. that all of that stuff's in place. So when you look at bravely making your business 1000% you, if you look at your audience and who you're trying to serve and you see them as people who have those needs, I'm getting the chill bumps now, you have those that have those needs, wouldn't you serve them even better by creating a deeper connection, by sharing who you really are, coming from your heart, trusting that it's okay to be vulnerable, mm. that it's okay to be who you are, that you've been given these natural gifts and talents to express through the mediums that you're expressing and allowing them to be inspired from that, have that connection and feel fulfilled and moved towards something that they've been afraid to take on or afraid to show up as. Yeah, yeah. That's powerful. Wow. And, and you're, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And I think that, you know, as as your listeners are, are hearing this and processing this, I think it's so vital that they step into owning what you just said because that's really where it's at. That's it's like you said, it's in the vulnerability. Like we were talking about pre-show, mm -hmm. it's our ability to pull ourselves off the pedestal that most of our clients put us on. Right. Because we all, we all know this, right. They say, or that you know, we put ourselves or on that we even because we want to show up as professionals. Correct. 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 So, you know, the old adage says people do business with folks that they know, like, and trust, right? Here's what they don't teach you. It's not always no like and trust in that order. Sometimes people would rather trust you before they decide if they like you and then decide if they want to get to know you. Mm, right. That's so, a really important distinction. I like that. Yeah. So 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 I think it's important that we understand to build what we call traditionally no like and trust factor, you've got to be more transparent. You've got to be more open. So maybe no should come be. first yeah. because you can't, you know, you can't really trust someone until you know them. Exactly. Because exactly. that's, that's the entree to trust. Right. And some people don't decide if they want to get to know you until they like you first. So sometimes mm -hmm. it's True. a like factor, then it's a no, and then it's a trust. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's, it's, yeah. it, it could vary from person to person based upon True. experience, personality style, you know, what color is your parachute, whatever, right? So... <laughs> Great book, by the way, if you're yes. looking for a new job, I'm <laughs> a new you, career. I'm telling you. But the, but the point is, at the end of the day, I think it's so important that we're echoing the same sentiment, which is mm -hmm. whatever your business is, you know, your business should be an extension of you. Your business should be an extension of the legacy that you want to leave on this planet. Mm -hmm. And it should be an extension of how you want to show up and be remembered for those that are coming behind you. 
And I think it's so important that we make sure that we step out and do that and lead from that place. And I think embracing yourself means doing, embracing and loving yourself is a key part to that. Uh, Brian Tracy is a great mentor and friend of mine. And he said, Del Toro, you'll never be able to outperform your own self-concept. Mm -hmm. So it's important that to work on yourself, right? He says, do this every day. Look in the mirror and say, I like myself five times in the mirror every day. And then he says, take it a step further. Put your hand over your heart and say, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. I love you, right? Write a love letter to yourself. Talk about how incredible you are. Speak over yourself. Like, so remember how I told you I do a gratitude journal every day? Yeah, yeah. In addition to that, I also, on the same page as I write my things that I'm grateful for, I also make a list of I am statements. Mm. I am loved. I am respected. I am mm -hmm. seen. I am heard. I am cared for, right? Mm -hmm. I am wealthy. I am abundant. I am powerful. I'm transparent, right? But they're all, I am safe, right? They're all words that affirm me as an individual because I can't give out what I don't have. Yeah. And so I think another key to, you know, being unapologetically yourself and stepping into your bravery, right? so that you can kind of this moment I own it kind of a thing to step into that bravery you really have to every day make it make it a goal to build yourself up like turn off the news turn off social media right go for a walk get some exercise spend time in the sunshine I think it's so important that we that we replace some of the things that we tend to use to numb ourselves with things that feed us right and, and fuel us to go to that next level and bravery means listen that doesn't mean that the fear is not there what it means is we act in spite of the fear we act mm -hmm. just today i had to take a bold step and mm -hmm. i said you know what what the heck am i and you what i did was to take a bold step it was a bold ask and i said i reminded myself i said dell you've got massive seed in the ground you don't have you'll you'll have not if you ask not ask that's mm, all you that. gotta do is right yeah. and so 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 i i put this I, I sent the text i sent i made the phone call i put that and, ask and you there. got a yes i bet hey well I'm, I'm still waiting but i i guarantee you it's gonna be a well, yes you need to text me and tell me that you got the yes, yes. because <laughs> when you when you follow that inspiration you always get a yes oh amen i i received that thank you mm -hmm, for a sure. amen. <laughs> I, i'll say yes to you any day of the week thank my friend you. thank you well you, you know so what much. i really appreciate that i mean we're just like this is such a great thoughtful tennis match we're having here because you. what you're sharing is inspiring me with ideas and when we were talking about no like trust and what you just that segment that you just shared mm. what came up to me was like what i want to say is what we need to do is we need to have those things for ourselves right that's mm. not a tactic that's not a marketing ism mm -mm. we need to say terry i need to know terry yeah terry i need to trust terry and Terry, I need to like. Very good. And I think if we don't do those things for ourselves, and thank you for that. Like, that's what you gave me, right? That distinction. If we don't have those things for ourselves, how can we generate them for others? So brilliant. Us? So brilliant. Look at us co-creating together. You see what I'm saying? I'm in it. So brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, that's so powerful, chill bumps, because we got to do it on ourselves first, right? Um, you know, it's it's funny because, um, and I think this will bless people, when I think of the no like, and trust self first, I think of the airplane metaphor, which is, you know, 
put the oxygen um i'm sorry uh help help put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you help somebody else right but so I'm writing, I'm working on another book, even though I've, so my eighth book yeah, is I'm coming Yeah, I'm sorry out. that you're just such a, a frustrated writer, by the way. I'm telling you, it's crazy, this, isn't it? <laughs> How many are you at now? I'm at seven. How many have you done so far now? So so the book that the book that we just finished the manuscript for is book number eight. Oh, and it comes out in, That's awesome. uh, it comes out in October of 2021. It's called Shift into a Higher Gear. And, uh, without grinding. There you go. That's right. Without the freaking grind. And that book's going to teach you exactly how to do it with no grind. You ain't got the grind. Flow, baby. Just flow. See, uh, I listen. Yeah. I'm thank you notes. so much. You're doing great. Yeah. But people can people can pre-order it on Amazon or, nice. or uh, barnesandnoble.com. Uh, We're really excited about that book. Brian Tracy wrote the forward to it. But one of the things that I thought about, too, was in addition to the whole conversation of um, put the oxygen mask on yourself first, uh, I'm writing another book uh, called Wisdom from the Wi- Window Seat. And Wisdom from the Window Seat are lessons that I've learned from flying for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And so they're all metaphors that I've learned from being in airports and on airplanes. And one of the metaphors that I picked up on is the statement after that, which nobody ever talks about in speeches. So everybody quotes the whole put the oxygen mask on yourself first quote, which is cool. But if you listen to what he or she says right afterwards, they say, even though the bag may not inflate, oxygen is still flowing. Still flowing, yeah. And I get chill bumps just thinking about that because I want to encourage every single solopreneur listening right now. Even though when you look at certain aspects of your business, you may not see evidence that oxygen is flowing, right? Trust that it is. Because mm. sometimes the greatest things in your business are growing, write this down, roots first, Mm. right? So you might be putting money in Facebook ads to drive traffic to your automated funnel, et cetera, et cetera, and you're doing that for a couple months and you're not seeing the automatic return. Keep at it because even though you can't see that oxygen bag going like this, oxygen (laughs) is still flowing. It's still working. It's just growing roots first. And Mm -hmm. so many times we don't sit on our eggs long enough for them to hatch, Terry, mm-hmm. because we're oh, God, so busy so waiting for it. That. We're waiting for it to just shoot up out of the ground, and we don't. And I learned this lesson from from a, um from a, this gardening expert and this landscaping dude. He said, "Did you know, Delatoro, that the roots of a tree grow as wide as the branches?" I said, "I didn't know that." Yeah, if he you said, invert yeah. it, it looks like the same thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. so watch this so in order for your business to scale this way and this way and that way what had to happen below the soil right and so i want to encourage you as a solopreneur listening to this certain aspects of your brand are going to be growing below the soil be okay with that sit on that egg until it hatches Mm. it took me 831 days to bring a concept to reality for my reality show i have the world's only inspirational business reality television show based upon public speaking it's called the keynote i wrote it down on a napkin and it took me from idea to apple tv roku you know youtube Mm -hmm. etc etc right 831 days over two years every day thinking about it every day figuring it out and i didn't have a model all the models for reality television that i had were major like major network shows that spend millions of dollars per episode. I didn't have that kind of money. Mm -hmm. So I did crowdfunding and I raised $30,000 online in 45 days 
to post produce my show. And but but it but I did it. And yeah. so the lesson is sit on that egg until it hatches and be willing to grow roots first. Mm. And even though you don't always see and this is a part of being uh, this is a part of being brave. Even though you don't always see external evidence above the soil, bravery says I'm going to sit on this egg and I'm going to water the seed because there's growth happening underneath. That's the foundational stuff necessary because it's everything that you don't see below the soil that nurtures everything that you do see above the soil. Oh, that's a beautiful place to wrap. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, I just want to sit with that, you know, because I, that's why I was like, oh yeah, that's like been the story of my life because <laughs> I do, because I love the act of creating. Yeah. So I can't tell you how many projects I've launched and put so much into, whether it was a year long or whatever. And then when I didn't get results from them, like revenue or whatever I thought, it's like, I didn't even think that far. I didn't have my two years of Del Toro planning, you know, <laughs> into it. I just wanted to create and I created sure. these amazing things. And then I gave up on them because they didn't yield what I kind of maybe thought they would yield. It was sure. very lackadaisical. Yeah. But I realized in the several times I've done that, that I've, I've, it's the creative process that I love. Yeah. It's not in order to make money, in order right, to right, you know right. be famous or whatever. It's sure. like I love the creative process, and yeah. I'm like, okay, well, Terry, you're a creative, so just be that. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like Absolutely. it was a painful way to discover that, but I I love how you shared that. So oh, thank, thank you, you for that. Thank you. And thank you for everything that you've shared on this show today. I this is been a beautiful experience and I'm going to point my finger very parentally at you and wag it and say we need to talk more frequently because yes, what happened on this show was really freaking magical magic, so I thank magic. you for being a co-creator <laughs> in it yeah so oh, thank indeed. you so much and I just also want to point out to my listener that Dell has joined the podcast uh, family and has an amazing show called Crushing Life with Della Toro Podcast. And I invite you, if you loved what he said today, if you love just hanging in his energy and hearing his sweet voice and his fun laugh, you've got to listen to his show. So make sure that you subscribe to it. And yes, you will not want to play it on 2x speed. You will play it on one speed and you will love it, love it, love it. And just don't unsubscribe to mine to make room for his. you got to have both of ours. It's abundance. <laughs> it's abundance. you got to have both. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. So thank you for listening and thank you for making time for Dell and I to speak into your hearts. And I wish you all great. And Dell, I love you to pieces. Thank you so much for love being you, here. Thank you so much. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.